You're listening to Raising Perdition, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. This podcast is for anyone who wants more Supernatural content or anyone just starting the show. I'm Beth Brin. I'm Hannah Barrow. And I'm Abby Jo Morton. And we're your hosts. Let's jump in. Raising Perdition is intended for adult audiences and our episodes may contain PG-13 and R-rated language. We advise listener discretion for discussions of violence, sexual assault, eating disorders, and other topics some listeners may find disturbing. We want to empower you, our audience, with the knowledge you need to make healthy decisions about how and if you should consume this podcast content. Welcome back to Raising Perdition. I'm one of your hosts, Beth, and I'm here with Abby, Joe, and Hannah. How are you guys doing? We're good. How are you? Good. I'm living the dream. (laughs) And you know what that means if you're a white person. (laughs) It means actually you're spiraling. I'm spiraling. (laughs) But that's okay. We're going to distract ourselves with Supernatural. That's that's my strong suit. This week's episode that we're going to talk about is Season 2, Episode 2, Everybody Loves a Clown, directed by Feel. 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 <laughs> I was getting prepped to say his last name, and yeah. <laughs> the first name just went out the window. <laughs> um, Phil. Phyllis. Phyllis. Phil S. Phyllis. Phyllis. Scritcha. No. Scritcha. I don't know it's Scritcha. There's no way it's Scritchia. I really, every time he has an episode, I'm like, I'm going to go online and look up how to pronounce it, because surely there's like a pronunciation guide somewhere, of, or at least of maybe not him specifically, but someone. And then every time I forget. Scrigia. Scrigia. Ew, I hate that. Abby! <laughs> sorry, sorry, Phil. That's someone's Scrigia. name. He didn't create it for himself. <laughs> maybe he did. I don't know if I trust automated things. Here's a human being. Philip Gritcher. Whenever I meet Jensen Ackles in person, I'm going to hand him a piece of paper with his name and be like, say this. Yeah. <laughs> Renounce this, this right well. now. Sorry. That took way too long just to figure out that we don't know. Uh, yes. Yeah, so this episode was written by John Shaban, and it could be Shibin. It could be anything else. Shaban. But we think it's funny when it rhymes. As, so I'm yeah. sorry to both of these men if we're saying yes. your name's wrong. We do not mean anything personally. According by. to Raising I'm sure Tradition, Phil it's John, John Shaban. Yeah, I'm sure they're not listening, though. Yeah, but. (laughs) Okay, mostly to anyone who gets offended when people get names wrong. And if you email us and tell us It's a valid criticism. Exactly. Email us and tell us if if we're wrong and you know the pronunciation, hit us up. Can you say it in a nice way, though, please? Yeah. Yeah. If it's not nice, then it's a law boy. (laughs) Yeah, you know the deal. (laughs) We'll get get into it later. So this episode takes place mostly in Wisconsin, in Medford and another place that I can't remember. Um, And then its timeline is one week after the first episode of season two in my time of dying. So it's been a week. It's not been a good week. We can can (laughs) be pretty sure of that. It's been a bad week. Yeah. So last thing we saw, John is dead. And at the beginning, 
they're burning his little body. Um, I don't have that in the summary, which is why I said it now. While Dean is fixing up the Impala, Sam plays a message for him from John's phone. The message is four months old from a woman named Ellen, but they decide to track her down. They find her and discover she runs a roadhouse, which is also a gathering place for hunters. They meet Ash, a genius, and Joe, Ellen's daughter. Ash works on tracking the demon while Sam and Dean work a case in Wisconsin where children are letting clowns into their home only for the clown to murder their parents. Ellen tells them it is a Rakshasa, and they kill it, returning to the roadhouse to find Ash is closer to finding where the demon is. After Sam tells him he feels guilty and very sad about John's death, Dean beats the shit out of the Impala, finally releasing all the emotions he's been holding back about John's death. Yep. Yeah, sorry to the Impala. Yeah. She's had a rough week. Yeah, (laughs) it's been a bad time for you. (laughs) These are our favorite moments of this supernatural episode. Our favorite moments we're telling you now. Uh, My favorite moment is anything with Ash. (laughs) Oh, I love Ash. Um, I love Ash. I think that I'm going to say that my specific favorite moment is when Ash drinks the same beer as Dean. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about it later. Yeah. All right, Abby. Um, I think my favorite moment is a funny one, but it's when they're talking about how Sam is afraid of clowns. And Sam says, you're afraid of planes. And Dean goes, planes crash. And it's the way he says it. It's hilarious. <laughs> planes crash. He says it so. And apparently clowns kill. And apparently yeah. clowns kill. <laughs> <laughs> Just some nice brotherly back yeah. and forth. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite is when they meet John Cooper for the first time at the car- at the circuit. Carnival. Not circle. Circus. And um, they go into his office and it like zooms in on the two chairs and one's just like black and the other one's like creepy and Dean races Sam <laughs> for the black chair so he doesn't have to sit in the weird one. It's, it's just so goofy. Like unnecessary. Is. And he's not like he's not he doesn't hide it at all. He books it to the black chair. <laughs> it's just so funny. He's like I I'll be he's damned like, if I'm not yeah. sitting in that black he's chair. He's like, I'm chair. not sitting in that thing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, one, that's goofy, and Dean Winchester doesn't do goofy shit. Two, yeah. this is going to make Sam uncomfortable, and Dean Winchester loves that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, obviously. The choice is clear. Yeah. It's clear what he was going to do, but it's so goofy the way he does it. So, he does do goofy stuff. <laughs> Dean. It's, in his opinion, this is not goofy. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's wrong. From, so. from our perspective, it's super it, goofy. It'd be a little goofy. It's goofy. Um, okay. So cold open, everybody. We're in Medford, Wisconsin, at like a carnival, a creepy little carnival. <laughs> um, and the dad is like, I hate clowns, but the daughter loves them. And so the mom is like, she likes them. Be nice. Um, and then the little girl, her name is Nora apparently that's what they kept calling she, her um she looks over and sees a creepy clown and she's like a clown and then her parents look and the clown is gone um so they're going home there's a clown on the side of the road and she's like a clown i just don't i don't believe that a child would not be creeped out by that at all um and then they go to bed and nora looks out her little window and the clown <laughs> is there and nora the psychopath that she is <laughs> lets him in the house. 
That's my biggest issue with this entire episode. It's not the boys' trauma about John. It's not any of that. It's not the Um, clown. It's the fact that all these children are idiots. Let this creepy clown in. Yeah. Like, they're they're all old enough to not let strangers into the house. That's what I said. Like, it's not. These parents are doing Especially in the middle of the night. This Nora, she looks way too old to be that naive about clowns. About a, right. a creepy clown she saw that disappeared, and then she saw it again on the way home. The on same clown. Home. And then again in her backyard. She's too... Na- no. No, ma'am. Also, like, you maybe know. I was just a really scared kid, but if I saw a clown in my backyard, I would have booked it to my parents' room and been like, there's someone going to murder all of us. Yeah. Like, I would have been so sure of it. And then For real. my parents might have gotten killed anyway because they may have gone out and confronted the clown and then... Yeah, it would have all. It would have, but regard. I'm not letting a clown any any person See, at that time of night. But a clown, <laughs> especially, no. The the where mine and Nora's path um, diverge is the fact that she got out of bed because if yeah, I hear oh, yeah. a noise, I'm getting under the covers. Yeah. I am not going to go and she check like it out. sees a shadow, and I'm guessing it's supposed to be the shadow of the clown. That would terrify me. Again, I would go to my parents' room and be like, "There's someone in the yard." I don't want to die. Like, I wouldn't let right. them in my house. <laughs> I like. I guess I'm so glad Nora had a childhood where she has no fear of, like, well, now anything. She will. But, like, now she'll she fear everything. for life now. She's going to definitely be afraid of clowns from now on. She's not going to love them oh, no God. more. Like, do the kids witness that the murders? Because most – what we see, so. the kids are with the clown when they go yes. to the parents. So, like – What does he do with them? He – with the kids, does he, like, throw them. Yeah, like does he oh, throw yeah. them in a closet, or does he just like okay, let them here? See. And now I'm gonna eat your Watch parents. Yeah. Oh wow. Traumatizing. So the next scene is not nearly as fun and goofy as no clown <laughs> breaking into your house. Uh, it's b- John's body burning in a what we will see in the future as a typical hunter's funeral. So it's like a pyre. They're burning it. They're burning it. Um, and the boys are sad. Uh, all capital letters sad. Yeah. Sam um, asks Dean, like, hey, did, did Dad say anything before he, like, left the room? Did, like, what was there anything he needed to tell us? And Dean decides to not tell Sam whatever John whispered in his ear before the last episode ended. So we still don't know, and neither does Sam. Um, and then we had Jensen's famous uh, single man tear fall down his beautifully sad face. He looks like a sweet I, little baby. He does. I think, like, in this scene, like, they're sad, of course. But Dean mm-hmm. looks just, like, almost numb. Like, just absolutely yeah. broken. Like, he's sad because he cries. But, like, he just, it, it's not just like, oh, this is sad. It's like. I agree. Dare I say he He's looks, fundamentally changed. He looks gutted. <laughs> Abby? He does. <laughs> he really he does. does. You're right. <laughs> yeah, Dean looks absolutely like broken. Yeah, and I think that using the word numb is such a good like point, Hannah. Be- such a good point, such Hannah. A good point. Um, <laughs> because like this entire episode, like Sam is telling Dean like you're not dealing with your pain, you're not dealing with it, and so like he's just feeling numb so that he doesn't have to. Yeah. Deal with his pain. Yeah. yeah. What I just said. So a week later. So I guess it's just a week after John dies and stuff. They're at Bobby's. 
um, and Dean's working on the Impala. And Sam comes out and he's like, hey, do you, you know, want any help? And Dean's like, you under a car? No, thanks. And then, um... <laughs> he's so snotty he's, about it. you <laughs> under a car? <laughs> no, thanks. And then, um, Sam just asks me if he needs anything. Um, and if he's okay. And Dean's like, Sam, stop. Like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Um... Because Dean has not talked about John yet, apparently. This, you know, this whole week has gone by that they've been at Bobby's, and Dean has not even mentioned John. Um, And then Dean, of course, he's like, you're right, Sam. I need to lay my head on your shoulder and cry. Like, such a turd. Um, He is. I mean, he just, he has to make fun of emotions. Yeah, Yeah. he can't have a deep moment. He's not ready to have a heart-to-heart. Yeah, and... um, Sam gets annoyed, um, but they're talking about how um, the demon is probably behind it all. Um, John being gone and the cult being gone, both of those things. Um, and Dean's like, "Yeah, the you know, there's nothing I can do. Like, what are we gonna do? We don't have the cult. We don't, you know, what are we? All, all I can do is work on the car." He's like. That's all, that's literally all I can do, which is horribly sad. Um, so Sam's like, actually, we do have something. I cracked John, I cracked dad's voicemail, um, and let's Dean listen to it. And there's a woman named Ellen who left him a voicemail, um, about four months ago. And she says something about how she could help him. Um, and then Sam tells Dean that he traced the call and that they're going to ask Bobby if they can use one of his cars to go find ellen yeah yeah i think that like obviously the car means a lot to dean so like it being in pieces right he's gonna want to fix it but it was also his dad's car so Mm -hmm. like fixing it is like not only is it the only thing he can control but it's also like something that it was his dad's and they don't have dean and sam have very little possessions they don't have a home so like it's the only thing that he has that's what i was thinking while i was watching it too yeah I also wonder what happened so to sad. John's truck. <laughs> we never find out. I don't think I don't it's think so gone. Either. It's just gone. Which doesn't make sense. Like it would theoretically no. be fine. I do have um, to say, on a toll, you go. Go ahead. Whoop. No, you go. Sam's hair is awful. Right here, oh. it's horrible. <laughs> He's been grieving, Abby. Give him it's a break. It's horrible. <laughs> on a similar but different note, Dean's wearing a t-shirt. It looks the good. sweat stain in the armpit. I put. I know. I know. I don't know why. I know. But I saw it and I was like. I know why. I'm liking it. I'm liking what I see. I'm sorry you're grieving, but man, you You look look good. good You look so good. Yeah. His like jagged cut (sighs) across his forehead. Harry Potter. Yeah. (laughs) Not Harry Potter. I loved it. I loved it though. So they are able to borrow a car from Bobby, but it's a very old uh not good minivan <laughs> shitty van <laughs> it's not even really a minivan but that just was funny um and dean's of course humiliated he feels like a soccer mom he is being no a soccer mom is baby. Bi- driving that dean no oh yeah also no um so yeah he's just being a big baby about it um they get to this place it says roadhouse on it and nobody's there that they can tell so they break in of course um yeah they hear a bug (laughs) flying around and then they hear it get zapped and then they look over and see a guy passed out on the pool table (laughs) and they're like hmm 
Um, <laughs> Dean seems really concerned with him just in general. Like, he just keeps looking back at him, which is weird. Why would he do that? But he does. Um, because the guy's out cold. Like, they, they try to, they do try to wake him up. He doesn't wake up. But Dean just keeps looking back at him. Um, and then somebody comes up behind Dean with a rifle at his back. And, uh, they have split up. And, um, he's like, that better be a gun. And she's like, the person's like, no, I'm just happy to see you. And he's like, you know, like, you really shouldn't put a rifle this close to someone's back because then they can do this. And he turns around and takes it from her. And then she hits him and takes it back, <laughs> which is very cool of her. Um, and Dean's like, Sam, I need some help. And Sam comes out with his hands up and he's like, sorry, man, like, can't, <laughs> can't. A little busy. Yeah. And then they, like exchange some words sam and dean and then ellen that well we find out it's ellen is like winchester and they're like yes <laughs> that would be us um and then she's like i'm ellen and like this is joe and he's like dean's like you're not gonna hit me again are you and it's just a silly little this line is a silly little thing yeah she but really we meet does- ellen and joe and ash joe really does yeah. punch the we- shit out of him too oh yeah He's like, I, I love it. He's like, I can't see. I can't see. <laughs> yeah. She hit him so hard. <laughs> um, we stan Joe in this yeah. house. She is a lovely character. Love, she, um, I love Joe already. Well, um, she's very pretty. Does all we see of Joe? <laughs> no. Oh. What's no. Is Joe gone? We get I, to see. We get to see all of these characters again. Oh my yes. God. Good. Uh, yep, I know. Um, I absolutely love that dean makes a dick joke about this whole encounter um yeah yeah that that better be a rifle (laughs) like dean um so the next thing that happens uh ellen tells them that she knows about the demon and the boys are shocked they're like how 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 would you know about all of this (laughs) who are you guys um and Ellen says that, hey, she just she just runs a saloon. But a couple of hunters, you know, come through every now and then. Um, and she also says that John was like family mm, once. Mm, mm, mm. And Dean's like, well, why the hell did he never mention you to us? And Ellen's like, well, you're just going to have to ask your daddy about that. <laughs> and it gets a little awkward. It gets a little sad. And Ellen's like, okay, well, what's wrong? he is okay but he didn't send you guys did he Mm -hmm. like what's happening and she's like well he's okay right because i guess john is just of course he's okay invincible he's infallible yeah um and they have to admit that john is in fact dead and you know she tries to offer her condolences and they Dean particularly like is like yeah we're fine no it's fine and she's like no like she pushes and she's like you know i'm sorry blah 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 and Dean makes it a little bit more awkward. He's like, "We're I'm okay, I'm fine." Mm. And everyone's like, "No, you're clearly not. You're you're fine. We get it. Okay, <laughs> okay, sure, 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 Dean. Sure, Dean. <laughs> uh, and so Sam is just like, anyway, um, we could use all the help we could get. Not a truer statement to right. be said. Yeah, they, they really do be needing help <laughs> in so multiple ways. ways. Yeah, so many ways." Um, and Ellen says, well, me and Joe can't help. And they're like, oh, okay. And she's like, but Ash can. Um, and Ash is the guy who's passed out on the table and is apparently a genius, a according genius. to Joe. 
So yeah, the John was like family once. Oh yeah, how come he's never mentioned you before? That pissed me off when mm-hmm. I heard it. Because it's just like another person that John knew that he didn't allow his children to know. And it's just so frustrating because they had nobody except for themselves they- and John. And yeah. John has all this family. Apparently. I mean, like, they have Bobby, kind of. Like, they clearly feel comfortable enough with Bobby to Yeah, be, like, but they didn't see him that often. But, like, they did Exactly. Like, there was clearly something that happened that drew Bobby away from them. Yeah. Something that John did, because the last time him and Bobby saw each other, Tried to kill they him. had a fight. Um, <laughs> and it's also opening our eyes that the Hunter community is much larger than we were led to believe. Yeah. Like. It's not just John and the boys doing random missions who you just stray across a random hunter every now and then. Like, there's, like, an actual network. Like, in Mm -hmm. the roadhouse is, like, a pass-through place. Dean and Sam had no idea about this. Yeah. That is crucial information now that they are older. You know? Um, If you thought that the death of John Winchester would make us (laughs) stop talking and hating this man, you're wrong. No, I think eventually we'll talk about him a little less, eventually. But right now, no, yeah, it's still going to be a lot about John Winchester. Yeah. So much about John Winchester. And we'll always hate him. We just might not talk about him as much. Right. (laughs) I want you guys to know that the hate's going to be there, though. Yeah. It's not leaving. But we <laughs> it just is a might primary eventually, personality point. We might say his name less eventually. But for now, for season two, for, for the foreseeable future, yeah, we're going to be talking about John Winchester. And it's not going to be nice. So as always, if you don't like that, just don't listen. Another thing that I want to, like, kind of draw, like, I'm not sure if we see it too much here, but, like, in the future and future episodes, like, John isolated his children and they have very poor social skills yep. because of this. Yeah. Sam is notably better because he did get away and he actually talked to people and had like a network of friends yeah. and people close to him. Uh, but Dean, who is very charming in certain yeah. um, atmospheres, but it's typically to get a romantic encounter. Right. Um, Dean does not have tons of uh, experience talking to people in a normal way. No. So, and they're both very obviously uh, uncomfortable with someone offering them condolences. So, like, they can't even handle that, let alone a normal conversation. And so, the end of that point is that we hate John Winchester. Yeah. Anyways, next next. That's what we need on a shirt. That's the next shirt we need. (laughs) Just, I hate John Winchester. We hate John Winchester. Yeah. Or no, I, I guess I should really, say I. Really, I, I hate John Winchester. Anyone wants to give me a gift? That's, <laughs> that's what it. I want. That's the gift. I can make it. We learn. We meet Ash. Well, I guess we saw him before, but now we meet him. And um, the first thing that Dean says, this is what I pulled up. The first thing that Dean says is, if you got to be kidding me, this guy's no genius. He's a Leonard Skinner roadie. And Ash looks over at Dean and goes, I like you. And Dean goes, thanks. <laughs> and it's so cute. Like, he like he's like, thanks. It doesn't he's even sound sarcastic. It. Yeah, it's the the it, no to me. It he, sounds like he's like, thanks, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> oh thanks. my god, like, I was trying. Um, sorry. I like that. Briefly, Abby, um, if you are a person who does not like talking about the queer coding of Dean Winchester, then you're gonna want to have to exit this episode. Yeah. Um, just, I don't feel like I need to warn people for that. I feel like you've already known the entire time that we are fans of By Dean. 
mm-hmm. but like I, we're about to talk about it okay go on Abby <laughs> okay um sorry uh so then Sam is just like over there on the side and Dean oh sorry that was there are a lot of names in that right there so I got <laughs> kind of confused um but Dean gives Ash all of John's um like work like the big file of mm-hmm. all of his stuff and he's like good luck um and he says, Ash says that he can probably track the demon when with John's research. So Ash really is a genius. Oh, but, it, but at first, landed on my finger. First, he says nobody could track Sorry. a demon like this, and they say they pause, and then Sam's like, "Our dad could." Our dad. I literally went. Yeah, I was like, no. So, like, I just, I'm sorry, Supernatural. Quit trying to tell me that John Winchester is a good hunter. Yeah, we know he's not. He's not. We get so much evidence that he's not. So why are we pretending like he is? Like, why did it take him 22 years to find (laughs) and try to kill? Right. (laughs) If he was tracking this demon in in this special way that nobody else could do. He knew about the cult way before. Yeah. He could have done all this way Why didn't before. it happen until this TV show started? That's suspicious. <laughs> right. That's literally stupid. I just... This TV like, show... I mean, we're making arguments that are clearly, like... Right. It's ob- not real. Obviously. But, like, still. Like, Sam and Dean, if they had been themselves and put on this case, they would have finished it within a year. Yeah. Because that's how long yeah. the season is. But still. <laughs> like, I just... Yeah. John Winchester is not a good hunter and like can we please stop these awkward moments like because they like Hannah said they physically pause like they want us to be like hmm, well John could yeah no my thought is just like don't right. say it don't say it don't say don't it do and then it, they're like our it, dad could and I'm like it. no <laughs> Sam no. it's how I felt it's how I felt whenever John opened up his <laughs> god you hate chest that chest of all of the I hate that scene I think his it's so armory goofy. on his truck Yes, he has an armoire full of <laughs> full of guns. Armoire. <laughs> yes, it's like a whole. It's like the thing from Beauty and the Beast. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's keep going. Um. So, Ash is like looking at all of John's stuff, and he's just talking about everything that's in there. Um. And he goes, "Yeah. Um. I can do it. I'll need fifty-one hours. Like he knows exactly <laughs> so how many hours he needs." And both of the boys are just, like, looking at him, like, who is this person? Like, both of them, I think, for different reasons. Yeah. But, like, they're just looking, like, why have we not known this person our whole life? And um, then Ash is walking away because he's getting started trying to do all the stuff. The beginning goes 51 hours. Yes. And Dean says that he digs Ash's haircut, which is a mullet. And then... He says the the classic um, Billy Ray Cyrus business in the front, party in the back. There is undeniably like something between Ash and Dean compared to like Ash with Sam. Like they like Sam is literally off to the side, awkwardly drinking a glass of water, mm. while Dean and Ash are just like mm, casually flirting with one another. I was wondering if you know like, what I mean. If you if Abby, when you were watching it, if you were seeing that um i when he said thanks i did mm-hmm. but it's pretty soon into the scene 
Yeah, but not as much like with the I dig your haircut because it kind of felt like it was just like a, hey, you're kind of a weirdo like me. Like, hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you are a little different. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so I felt like it was more like that, but with the... But it also didn't feel like he was making fun no, of him when I don't he said, think I he dig was. your haircut. He's not. Like, he was being serious. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. trying to find something to a compliment about him. Right. what it felt like to me. And I don't think Dean compliments men very often. So I think that's important. No. To, no. It's important that you picked up on it. And I think it's important to, like, to note. Like, I put, I also didn't think he's being Flag sarcastic it. or, like, um, picking on Ash. And anyway, I think he's genuinely no. like, by the way, I dig your haircut. Like, I like your haircut. You're, you're like, a cool looking guy. And he doesn't say that to men. He would not tell a man that. Yeah. Especially because, like, I'm sure Ash gets, like, comments about his Mullet. aesthetic all yeah. the time. Um, and Ash is not offended. He's not picking up any, like, negative tone from Dean. Because, you know, like, you could see someone be like, oh, ha, ha. Like, if he, if he thought that Dean was making fun of him. But, like, Ash is very, like, receptive Secure. of all. Whatever Dean is putting down, Ash is picking up. Yeah. But I think that it's, like, so under the radar that, like, any straight person would be watching this and be like, just two guys. Yeah, just two guys complimenting yeah. each other. But, yeah. But the thing is, if it were reversed, like, if it was a girl and a guy, they would notice it and be right. like, oh, yes. my gosh, that was such a cute exactly. moment. So, like, we have to remember, like, just because it's two guys does not mean. Yeah. It's extremely homophobic it to that assume that it's not romantic yes. or sexual. So With, when you would when you would assume it if it were right. pe- two people of opposite sex. Yeah. That's, and that's. I, I feel like this is even more emphasized because the very next thing that we see after Dean and Ash have this moment is a zoom in of Joe's ass. Yeah. Like, they automatically, like, make, like, her presence sexual. Yeah. And arguably, in my opinion, they have less of a connection, like, than Dean and Ash do. I feel like Dean and Ash got along far better than Right off the bat. Yeah. I think so, too. And even, like, in the next little bit where they do kind of start to flirt and, like, throughout the rest of the... It's never... It never seems normal. It doesn't... Legitimate. No. It never seems It seems genuine. like... It seems like she's trying and then he's just, like, not into it. He's not into it at all. And, like, yeah, we, um, we could say that's because his dad just died. But I don't think that's all it is. I think that's part of it. I don't either. But I don't think that's all it is. So... Um, yeah. Also, like, Dean notoriously flirts with men differently than he flirts yes. with women. He's very charismatic with women. He is a charmer. He can pretty much, you know, bat his eyelashes and get anything he wants from a woman. But when he's with a guy, he is awkward. Yeah. He does not know how to talk to them. Um and I feel and he's more hesitant. And I feel like we saw that hesitancy with Ash that he doesn't have with most people, especially women he's hitting right. on. Um and I and some people are like, well, then that he's not flirting with someone because he's not right. You know, he's so good at flirting. He's clearly not flirting with Ash. But I think that he's been hiding himself. I just remembered one of my points. Um, you know, he he hides himself, so he's not used to like flirting with men. Yeah, he, yeah. It takes practice to be able to do that sort of thing. Um, also, I would like to say that it's probably not a coincidence that John Winchester is a. Uh, dead and now suddenly we're getting a little uptick in queer dean yeah yeah um, because 
in my opinion, Dean probably hid himself, held himself back, you know, wasn't his full by self because John was homophobic. Well, yeah, like, Adam, I still don't remember. I mean, I now don't remember what episode it was, but we talked about uh, when he raises his voice with John and John's like, I don't like this new version of you. And we talked Mm -hmm. about how that probably came up. It had to have come up at some point because Dean would have been... Mm -hmm experimenting or like just even just thinking out loud like oh that person is attractive and it was a man and john would just mm-hmm. shut him down immediately and so yeah he like, had men to- don't men don't talk that way about other guys right you know like that's that's gross and so and like, like he would he wouldn't just say like don't do that he would make him feel horrible for it so yeah dean yeah, would have hit for it sure. for all these years so let's let's talk about Joe's ass and then whatever okay. happens next. <laughs> um, so then, of course, there's the zoom in, like Beth said, on Joe's butt. And um, then we see Sam notice that there is a folder behind Ellen at the bar, and he asks Ellen if he can take a look at it. Um, so that's what Sam's doing. And then we go over to Dean, and he asks Joe, he's like, how did you, how did you get into this stuff? And she says that her dad was a hunter, but he died. Then she tries, you know, she offers her condolences for, because Dean says, oh, I'm sorry about that. And then she's like, I'm sorry about your dad, too. And he's like, yeah, well, it's fine. And then he says something about how they have 51 hours to waste. Um, so why don't we, and then he just kind of stops and he trails off and he says, sorry, wrong place, wrong time. Um, and Joe says that most hunters try to hook up with her with a, pizza a six-pack and a side one of zeppelin four which is so dean so dean <laughs> that's exactly something dean would he's do. like oh and dean says what a dean what a bunch thing. of scumbags yeah. <laughs> dean's like oh those are horrible men um and the look that joe gives him you can tell she's like mm. like she knows that that's exactly how he is she knows she's oh, like yeah. you're a hunter <laughs> like yeah um and then Sam interrupts and says it looks like a hunt. Um, the folder that he got from Ellen looks like it it will could be a hunt. And that he already told Ellen that he'd check it out. Of course he did. Without <laughs> even asking Dean. He just said, because there's we'll no way Dean wants a break. No way. I think that it's funny to flag Sam as um, an interrupter in any sort of intimate conversation Dean's having. Because he's going to keep doing that the that. rest of his fucking life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, so uh, get this. Like, this looks important, but yeah. I'm going to come up and interrupt it. Because we can't yeah, let right. we can't let Dean get too important. far in any romantic relationship, though. So, no. no. Sam needs to break it up. I think it's interesting when he says wrong place, wrong time. Because it could be because his dad just passed away. And, like, obviously, that's that's it's not the time for it. Or if I want to dig a little bit, like Beth. It could also be that he, like, just realized those thoughts that he was having about Ash and then mm-hmm. was trying to, like, cover it up by flirting with Joe and then was like, no, I don't even have time for yeah, it. Like, I don't want to do so it. He's not right, into Abby. it. You're so right, Abby. Yeah. Because it's like, he's trying to put that mask back on. And, yeah. And, you know, like. If you're trying to say, like, well, he's just sad because of John, that's why he f- seems so depressed in this conversation. He was not that sad. And I'm not saying that he's not sad about John. Please don't think that's what I'm saying. Um, but, like, he is not, like, that, like, downhearted when he's talking to Ash. Like, he seems a little bit more or lively Sam. than he has been. Or Sam. 
Yeah. Like, um, the, like he's just, he's not been that sad. So, like, why would he only be sad talking to Joe? Right. Yeah. And it's, I think it's because, like, like you said, like, he feels like, what would I normally do? Yeah. Hit, hit on the pretty girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Um, and and he tries. Like, and he's like, I'm just not feeling it. He's not. Yeah. Which is okay. <laughs> you do not he didn't want to, to, and so he didn't. Yeah. Good proud for of you, him. Dean. So proud of him. Way to yeah. go, Dean. So, um, they go to the hunt, and it turns out that the hunt is a killer clown. They find out. <laughs> what? We are, we are so surprised. Yeah, what? A killer that. clown? The cold open had something to do with the rest of the show. They find out that a clown killed this little girl's parents, but left the little girl unharmed it's nora who we saw in the cold open um and the girl said the clown disappeared into thin air just um you know as clowns do (laughs) right that's totally normal um and so dean starts teasing sam because he's like i know you're afraid of clowns like you still get scared of ronald mcdonald um and sam is annoyed of course and he's like well you're afraid of planes and dean's like planes crash and sam's like and apparently clowns kill <laughs> which is abby's <laughs> very funny abby's favorite moment right abby's moment um yeah, yeah very very funny moment and they realize there's a pattern to the killings it they it gets into their houses they it kills the parents but not the kids and they think it's a spirit and so dean's like why were you so quick to take this job sam like why did we have to do this? And Sam's like, it's what dad would have wanted. And Dean, at first he's like, uh. and then he's like, it just, I'm not going to touch that right now. And he doesn't right now. Um, but he does eventually. <laughs> just not yet. <laughs> Dean is not dealing with his feelings, but Sam is also dealing with things. And I feel like the episode wants you to like decide who is in the right of how they're dealing with their feelings. And I think they're just both wrong. Yeah. You know, like, not, like, wrong. They're both just doing whatever they can. Exactly. Like, each of them thinks that the other is doing something wrong. The next scene is just, like, a cut to the next poor family who is on the uh, chopping block. Um, youth mm. today and their video games. Um, I was, little... I. What? Sorry. No, it's Keep okay. Um, there's a little boy. He's playing a Nintendo DS light um which is a notable upgrade because the boys in the w episode two of last season they were playing nintendo but it was the original one nintendo ds much bulkier much bulkier um (laughs) so um they're in like a haunted house fun house sort of thing and the kid is not looking anywhere where he's going he would have walked into a pole by this point i think but (laughs) Um, his dad is like, man, this would have scared the pants off me if I was your age. And, you know, he's just like vibing in the house. And the little kid's like, uh-huh, sure, dad. Whatever, dad. <laughs> um, but then the little boy uh, sees a clown in the reflection, but the clown is not behind him. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's pretty fucking weird. Um, and he's like, uh, like, noticeably freaked out. And the dad's like, son what's wrong like you have him in a fun house <laughs> what what right what reaction were you thinking? and you said <laughs> this right. would have scared the pants off of me it's <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> like was it so this the sorry part? you're about to die but like <laughs> didn't gotta question your your yeah and he's like i saw a clown and this man is like don't be afraid of clowns 
they're your friends which <laughs> they want to play with in you. his defense i would say he's more of a friend to the son than he is to the dad so it's fair the son gets to live <laughs> the son doesn't die does he live with trauma um, of seeing his dad killed yes but he gets to live yeah. mm-hmm. maybe he um, see, maybe seeing him killed. We don't know what happens. I, was like, I'm, I yeah. think he lives, <laughs> but I see what you're saying. I'm pretty sure that's really part of it. Yeah. Um, I think this is a nice example of like when your children are afraid of something. Like one, don't tell them it's all a okay, like butterflies and rainbows. Just acknowledge their fear and be like, okay, like that's fine to be afraid. Like, yeah. Because if the dad hadn't said. <laughs> Like, not to blame the dad for yeah. his own death. Um blame the obvious... dumb bud. <laughs> but, like, maybe he wouldn't have let him in the house if he right. had stayed afraid. And, like, depending on the fear. Like, clowns, it's fine yes. for your kid to be afraid of clowns. In what world do they They're have to not be? weird looking. Yeah, like, no. but if it's something like getting a shot and they're afraid like you do need to be like hey you know like we got to do it i'm sorry you can work through right that that's different but, but like yeah like a clown there's no reason for you to like coerce your kid into not being afraid of a clown unless you're a clown right. which in that case that's <laughs> you're taking it personally yeah, that really sucks but that's not I the situation here I literally put in my notes, like, at the beginning of the scene that Evan is a little dick. Oh, no. He's just getting on my nerves. He's like, okay. <laughs> right. He's a brat. Like, he's a brat for sure. He's like. Yeah. He just wants to go home and play his video games. And his dad's like, this is so cool. And then he's I like, know, why are you scared? His dad's just trying to be like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so then we cut to the boy's house. Um, and the clown is. Well, the boy is, like, waking up his parents. And he's like, Dad, you were so right clowns he are amazing he does want to play with me he wants to be my friend and the dad's like what the what are you talking about, about? <laughs> and um then the clown is there and we get a creepy little smile um and we can infer that he kills the parents how horrifying for the dad Ooh. like for the kid as well because he witnesses it i know there. for him to be like no and then just die like he doesn't even yeah. get to explain to his son like this isn't okay <laughs> You can't just also, let people in the house. Um, he also has like a a wife with him, but she is as we notable as a her. piece of furniture. Yeah, <laughs> we don't care about her. <laughs> I guess she died too, but yes, she doesn't so. have any. Um, okay. Yeah, so the parents be dead. Yeah. Rest in peace, Evan's parents. Yeah. Anyway, Abby Joe. <laughs> then the boys pull up to the carnival, um, and they see the cops that are already there, like talking to the carnies. Um, is that appropriate to say? Can I say carnies? I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, the workers. Let's just say they're, yeah. they're talking to yeah, the workers. I think that that's more mm-hmm. appropriate. Um, and Sam, they get out of the car, and Sam has this weird moment. Like the there's a what a short, is that about? A short is she the is she a bearded lady? Is that like what? I think she's Dean just a, a like a little person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, she no. like walks by and like makes eye contact with Sam, and they like they have this weird moment, and Dean's like, "Did you get her?" Number? I feel like Sam's the weird one in this situation. Yes. Like, she's just walking by, and Sam is yes. just really rudely staring at her. He's like, yes. "Yeah, it's really weird." It's like I can a T- TBH. I can understand why she'd 
stare at Gigantor over there. Like, <laughs> oh, maybe that's the joke they're trying to make. But like he's so regardless, he, Sam like so should weird. know better than to stare at a person like that, especially a person that society already thinks looks different yes. or quote unquote yes. wrong. Why would Sam stare at her like that? It's it's hateful the way he's looking at her. He's not just <laughs> like, like looking. It. He's like furrowed brow and like, yeah, he looks like Sam. Angry. You are more cultured than that. Like, I, Dean, I could almost let it slide. Sam, (laughs) you know better. Yeah, like, this this poor woman has done nothing to you. She's literally at work just walking (laughs) past you. And you're just staring her down. Absolute daggers. Yeah. (laughs) Absolute daggers. Like, like, I guess maybe he's just supposed to be like, wow, we're very uncomfortable with the carnival workers. I'm like, well, they're very uncomfortable with you. If you're staring at them like that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and how rude also for you to just be like uncomfortable with the carnival workers just for like being, it's not her fault that she's like, she didn't make herself uh, like that small. Just like you didn't make yourself that tall. So like, why are you staring at her like that? (laughs) One just happens to be more accepted by society. Right. It's just <laughs> so frustrating. I was like, what is wrong with him? That's and then Dean's just like, <laughs> Dean's like, do you get her number? <laughs> you get her number? Dean's like, why? Are you? Maybe because Dean's also like, why are you staring at her like that? It's like, okay, are you into her? This what? has to be sexual. Which, that What is happening? I can't explain it any other way. <laughs> There's no You're other being reason weird, Sam. for you to stare at her like that. And she looks so uncomfortable. Okay. So then Dean says that they're going to, I think Dean says they're going to have to blend in. And of course we see a help wanted sign. Um, what, so could, then, what could be happening next? Right. right. They're going to talk to John Cooper. Like, it's on the sign. Yeah. Um, so then Dean and Sam walk into like a little like carnival tent and it's just funny. Poor Dean. Like, I poor know. Dean gets, he does so much, but he says, excuse me, we're looking for a Mr. Cooper. Have you seen him around? And the man who's throwing knives turns around. He goes, is that supposed to be a joke? <laughs> and, um, he pulls off his sunglasses and unfortunately he's blind. So unfortunately for Dean asking if he sees him around, that's not good. Which and like, then, Dean doesn't know that. No, he doesn't yeah, no. know. Um, uh, and then the blind man says something else, and, and Dean says, want to give me a little help here to Sam? And Sam goes, not really. Not really. <laughs> like, he's like, I don't really want to get involved in this. And then there is a little person that comes, and he's like, hey, man, is there a problem? And, uh, sorry, Dean turns around and looks at him, and the blind man says, yeah, this guy hates blind people. <laughs> and Dean says, it's just a little misunderstanding. And the little guy goes, Little. Little. You son of a bitch. It's so unfair. <laughs> Dean's amazing. He's just like. And Sam is laughing loudly. <laughs> yeah, Sam is having a good time. He's like, I might have just stared down a woman in the parking lot, right. but this is funny. This yeah, is good. like, I shamelessly, like, looked at this woman like I hated her guts just for existing. But, like, this is funny. But, like, oh, jeez. <laughs> the two carnival workers are they don't seem like they're joking they legitimately seem mad like even when sam's laughing they never laugh so it's just like Mm-mm. very frustrating like dean didn't know that the man was blind it's not his fault but it was funny though i mean yeah it was funny for us but like i just am imagining how dean must feel and like i would be horrified in that though like oh, i would yeah. 
I would be like, I'm so sorry. And then if people kept laying it on, I would cry. I certainly would. <laughs> because I would hilarious. feel so I I would feel so bad because I don't want to yeah. offend anybody. And I didn't do it on purpose, but Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they Dean just, like is obviously he's like, can I just please get to Mister? <laughs> he's like, I just need please leave me alone. Okay, so then they are finally pointed to Mister Cooper apparently, um, and that's when Dean's like, I'm sitting in the black chair. I'm gonna <laughs> race Sam so that I don't have to sit in the clown chair. Um, and Mister Cooper's like, Have you done this before? And they're like, Yeah, we totally have. And then he's like, mm-hmm. You've never done this before, <laughs> essentially. Um, and they're like, We just kind of want to. And and he, Mister Cooper, starts talking about like his dad, his dad, right? Um, mm-hmm. And how he like started this and got it, it, some of the things he says are just a little. They seem uncomfortable to talk about. Like he talks about quote displaying the deformed um and that's yeah just like it's just gross it really is um again like i said earlier like these it's it's like people don't ask to be born the way they're born so like treating it like a show is just it's a gross thing to do um is absolutely a gross thing yeah um so he's like this is a place for outcasts which is probably true because society makes it hard for outcasts to be fit in anywhere else. Um, and he's like, you, you two don't belong here. Like you should go to school, find girls, have two and a half kids, live a regular life. And Sam's like, we don't want to go to school. We don't, we don't want regular. We want this. And Dean kind of gives him a face like, don't we? And in a way, like, I think it's like, what are you saying, Sam? But at the same time, it almost seems like Dean's like, oh, he's not going to leave me to go to school as soon as we're done mm-hmm. with, like, whatever it is we're doing, which is sad. Because then they talk about mm-hmm. it, though. Um, but, of course, they neither do. of them, like, really say what they're thinking, of course. So Sam seems pretty serious about uh, not wanting to go back to school. And so in the next scene, Dean asks, hey, were you serious? Or was that, you know, just, like, for the case? Because, you know, that's what Cooper needed to hear for us to get jobs here. And Sam says he doesn't know. He's, he's having second thoughts. Uh, because because John would have wanted him, to, you know, to do the hunt. You know, he would have wanted him to be a hunter. And Dean, like, scoffs. And he's like, since when have you ever given a damn what Dad wanted? Like, what are you talking about? Um, and Sam's like, do you have a problem? And, and Dean says, no, he doesn't have a problem, which he clearly does. So, like... Yeah. I put in my notes here. Please, I'm begging you to just say what you're thinking. Like, to both of them. But especially to Dean at this point. I'm like, you clearly have a problem. Please just, (laughs) dear Lord, say it. Sam could have easily just been like, you clearly do. Please say it. And he decides to just let it go, too. Like, both of them are, like, very, like, you're both just like, oh, well. (laughs) I guess they'll tell tell me whenever they're ready. Yeah. I'm going to ignore it, too. Um, so then they did get jobs at the carnival because Sam is picking up trash, but he also has the EMF, like, in his pocket, shirt pocket, and he's standing outside of the fun house, and then as someone comes out, he goes in, um, through the exit, which, like, <laughs> come on, Sam. Um, the wrong way. And Dean gets a call from Sam. Um, but Sam's like, maybe it could be remains. Um, 
because there's a skeleton that like drops in front of him and he's like startled by it at first um and he says maybe it could be remains and not a cursed object that the spirit's attached to and the blind guy stops dean while he's on the phone and he asks him he's like what are you on about he was like what is this talk about emfs and skeletons and like what what is all of this and dean asks him you can see his face and he's like do you believe in ghosts and then he says that he and sam are writing a book about ghosts um and then of course when dean gets to sam sam's like what took you so long and dean's like it's a long story um but they are so lucky because then they hear a little girl say look a clown and then they turn and there's no clown there and they say they say that's the new one i don't know why i had a list <laughs> towards the end of that but they say that's who the that's who the clown's yeah. targeting now so how, mm-hmm. how lucky that they just stumbled across I the know. next family good for them what? yep <laughs> what a coincidence so lucky they pull up real smooth to the family's house <laughs> just read it exactly yeah. um it's so loud though it like is, it is yeah. not yeah. quiet it is not no sneaky in it's any still in way that nasty old van yes the clunkiest mm-hmm. chunkiest van you've ever seen <laughs> it's squeaking it's like yeah. whistling it's yeah. so loud and um the parents are they don't know anything clearly the no. parents are not aware they have no idea um Dean tells Sam that he told the blind man about the legend of the clown that he's he's told him essentially what's happening at the carnival but pretended like it's a book they're writing um what is the bunker carnival uh the one in 81 oh yeah that's the name of the one that happened in 81 right thanks um and they talk they talk about how Mr. Cooper worked at that one john cooper um and then so they're watching the house dean falls asleep because he's bored and sam sees the little girl up in the house uh walking around and he's like hmm that's peculiar and then we see that the little girl lets the clown into the house because of course she She says you want to come and play none of these children have any self-preservation skills they're all sorry they're idiots um why so would sorry, they that is in my notes that's in my notes idiot is it <laughs> why would they let a clown why would all of these children let a clown into the house and when i looked up um the rakshasa it was saying that like they coerced children to let it didn't it just stood outside the door it and they said, were they were just Hello. like yes come in they, he didn't have come to do anything us. Um, but she's like, do you want to see mommy and daddy? And the clown's like, hell yeah. Of course he does. That's all I would do, actually. If I could have gotten mommy and daddy to let me in, I would have just done that. (laughs) But typically, grown-ups don't let a a clown in the house. Probably for, I don't know, maybe a good reason. (laughs) Uh, But instead of uh, successfully getting the clown to the parents, Sam and Dean um, jump out and say sam's like hey and scares the shit out of this little girl she needs like it. like she was about to be traumatized anyways but like she doesn't there's even know no that. escaping trauma no. she's tonight. an idiot though I, I, i'm so mad she's going hard girl. on this little keep girl going, keep going. um so dean shoots uh the his shotgun full of rock salt and um it does hit the clown the clown does not disappear like a spirit would, so um, it's not a spirit. It just, like, falls to the ground and then pops back up and 
disappears through the door, but it breaks the window, but it also is gone. Yeah. The physics of this creature is astounding. Yeah. Um, But so now, obviously, they've made a lot of noise, and the parents have woken up, and they're like, who the hell are you? Why do you have my child? Why are you in well, my They don't house? have her, but, you know, like, why are you with my child? Why did you What's shoot? What's going on? And the little girl goes, they shot my clown. <laughs> Idiot. That's what I'm saying. She's dumb. Baby girl, that clown was no good. Yeah, you don't need him. <laughs> You're better off without him. That clown was up to no good. And you were they almost you just an favor. orphan girl. <laughs> like, just a little orphan girl. Um, so obviously the boys have to, like, ditch like the van like they have to dip real fast ditch the van because they're now on the run because obviously those parents were going to call 911 Dean is sure um, they saw the license the plate you know, oh, he's yeah. like he's like he's like did. I don't know yeah <laughs> but I he, he also doesn't care cuz he hated he would rather walk than drive that van yeah um I think that it's surprising that they could even make a getaway with that van oh yeah <laughs> cuz it was not doing well <laughs> Um, so I guess they're lucky in that aspect. Um, so, but now they're just walking down the road. Is it daytime suddenly? It is. It was, is the middle of the night when they had this encounter and now it is daytime. Anyway, so they're walking because they can't walk on the street at night. That's scary. Yeah. The clown. (laughs) There's a clown on the loose. This makes me think of uh, the summer of 2016. Does anyone remember the clown yes. era that was going on? It was like, terrifying. what the fuck was that? It was. What was that? Yeah. Whoever was doing clown stuff in 2016. Why? I'm judging you. <laughs> um, anyway, so they are walking down the road and they're trying to figure out what happened because they're like, it's clearly not a spirit. Uh, that that rock salt hit something solid. They don't have any answers, and Sam's like, maybe. Uh, Ellen or Ash will know. So he's going to call them. And then Sam starts to speculate about Ellen and John. And is like, do you think they ever, you know, like got together or something? And Dean is like, immediately, no. No, absolutely no way. not. Uh-uh. No. He could never get with someone else than his, than their mother. You know, he's, he's, he's never had he's any a one woman romantic. Man. Exactly. <laughs> um. And Sam says, you ever notice Dad had a falling out with just about everyone? Mm. Dean decides to stay silent, but I gotta say, what an excellent point, Sam. Yeah. Very <laughs> um, good point. Such a good point. And then Sam is like, hey, I'm so tired of your, like, silent, strong act. It's complete bullshit. Um, can you please start, you know, dealing with your grief, basically? And Dean does not take that well. Um, he turns the whole thing around on Sam and is like, you're dumping your issues on me. Um, and Sam's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, the obedience to dad suddenly. Like, you didn't do that when he is alive. Why are you trying to do it now? It's too little, too late. Um, and he says that he's dealing with his grief, but is Sam? Um, and Sam is like, why would you say this to me? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think it's really funny because this is exactly what Sam is doing to Dean. But when Dean asks him, he's so offended. He's like, he's so, yeah. How dare you? I know. (laughs) 
Which, like, to be um, fair, Dean is also super offended when Sam is asking him these things. But it's just funny that, like, when Dean does literally exactly what is being done <laughs> to him, Sam's mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry? In what world are you, you allowed to say that? Why are you saying this to me? <laughs> um, he's full on about to cry. He is. Um, and he's like, I'm going to go call Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> he walks away. Yeah. He's like, I'll just talk to Ellen then. Um, I think that it's just like grief in general. Like you have to let people grieve in their own way. Right. And but like, and that's what I. The reason why I think that Sam is more in the wrong for this is that he keeps pushing Dean, mm-hmm. and it is true that Dean needs to deal with his grief because he is probably pushing it down to try to ignore it because the boy can't feel things deal with his own emotions and that is a valid thing to bring up but like it's been only a week right that's something i wanted to ask y'all earlier that i forgot to ask (coughs) was like do y'all think it's that unheard of for someone not to talk about their dad dying only a week later like to me he would he would be in shock that his dad died um especially because like he was there when it happened he didn't see it happen but he was there when it happened he was told something shocking right before it happened Mm -hmm. and so like yeah i feel like it's not that abnormal for dean to not have brought it up yeah i think that um expecting dean to have dealt with his grief by this point when he idolized the man like this was his literal like god like this is who he worshiped and he's dead yeah Mm-hmm. That you can't deal with those emotions no. within a week. Yeah, and I, I feel like also. Sorry, go. No, I was gonna say I feel like it's like Sam went off to college, and so he's like the quote unquote educated one, and Dean's the quote unquote uneducated one, and so Sam feels like he needs to teach Dean how to handle this. Um, I feel like that's like partially what he's trying to do. He doesn't think Dean knows how to get through this on his own, which he doesn't. He can't get through it on his own. But like, it's been a week. Like, it's right. not fair to assume at this point Dean doesn't know how to do this. And I feel like that's partially mm-hmm. what Sam's trying to do. He feels like he needs to, like, coach Dean through the grieving process. And, like, just give him some time. Yeah. Just give him a little bit of time. And I I think that we're going to see that, like, this is going to be a pattern with Sam that he tries to make Dean deal with emotions yeah. the way Sam thinks that they should be dealt with. And unfortunately, people are all different. Like, you cannot tell someone, like, this is the best way to deal with this. Because it might not be for that person. Now, (laughs) Dean is not the poster child for dealing with their emotions the right way. You know, like, he's just not. But the way Sam pushes, I think, one, he's trying to, as Dean says, either later on or now, I can't remember. um, Like, he's distracting from his own grief, trying to make Dean his problem. Because if he makes Dean the problem, then he doesn't have to deal with himself. Yeah. Um, but you just cannot tell people, yeah, how to feel. Like, hey, you need. It's been a week. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, when my mother eventually passes away, because everyone does. Like, I'm gonna need more than a week, right? And she's not gonna be dropping dead because of a demon, right? <laughs> like, right. I assume. Yeah. Um, like it was a traumatic death because they both know that it was the demon, right? Yeah. Also, like, Dean could be having – we all know that he doesn't really value his life, and he doesn't remember wanting to stay alive while he was unconscious. In the in-between. In the in mm-hmm. Yeah, and so when he woke up and heard about how 
Sicky was and how he wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to make it, and then John dies, mm-hmm. he could also be dealing with, like, I wish I would have. Yeah, well, like survivor's guilt. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like survivor's guilt. So you think, like, he's, like, made a connection, like, Yeah, without. maybe, but also maybe he just wishes that he wasn't alive when John, he wasn't alive when John was dead. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he doesn't want to so be So he didn't alive. have to deal with the yeah. grief. Right. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, Sam needs to chill. Like, yeah. Dean also, like, he said some pretty hurtful things of saying, like, it's too little, too late. Like, yeah. you can't make up for what you've done. Like, you picked an argument. You picked a fight with them right before. Like, that was not nice to say. Right. Um, and I'm not going to excuse that. But, like, they both just yeah. need to let each other grieve. Dean also is, like, yelling at Sam in this scene. And Sam hasn't yelled at yeah. Dean about this yet. Like, he's been frustrated, yeah. you can tell. But he's not outright yelled at him. And mm-hmm. that's, like... I'm, that's not a good way to talk to somebody about their feelings by yelling yeah. at them. So, and I, I, I like Dean should go to therapy. Yeah, like Dean is frustrated because Sam won't leave him alone about this. Yes, but like that's not an excuse to yell at him. So he definitely doesn't Sam handle also, it well. Yeah, Sam struggles with understanding that his way. Like I think he always thinks that the way that he does things is the correct way to do things. Absolutely. Yes. And like absolutely. There's no other way besides the way that Sam's doing it. So he can't even fathom the fact that Dean wouldn't want to talk about his feelings and wouldn't yeah. want to mm-hmm. do stuff like that because that's what Sam does. Anyway, Ellen get, he gets yeah, off the phone Sam, with Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, Sam called Ellen. Yeah. He gets off the phone with Ellen and says comes up to Dean and says Rakshasa. And uh Dean's like, what? And he's like, that's Ellen's best guess. Um, It's a race of ancient Hindu creatures. They appear in human form. They feed on human flesh. They can make themselves invisible, and they cannot enter a home without being first invited. Um, So literally exactly what the clown is, Um, at least what they've seen. And then they have to feed every 20 to 30 years, he says. Um and they put together the fact that Mr. Cooper um, worked on both shows. He worked on the show, the Bunker show in, like, I think it's in 81. And then he also is working on this show. Um, and they, he, uh, Sam also found out from Ellen that the way to kill them is a dagger made of pure brass. So that's what Which- they're going to go try to find. It's funny because, like, brass is not a pure metal. Like, it's a mix of no. two other metals. <laughs> so, like, right. you can't really be pure brass, but it pure has to be exactly brass. 50% and 50%. Yeah. It has to be. It has to. It's the only way it'll work. He says they also sleep on a bed of insects. It's the, it's, yeah. it feels like a, and get this moment because the way he says it, Though he's like, they sleep on a bed of insects. But it sounds yeah. like he should say, and get this before it that. Because, like, it does. You're right. It does. He like wants that. he wants Dean to be so shocked by it. You can tell. I also didn't read anything about that, which is weird. Interesting. Okay. I, what so I was seeing though. was that they live in, like, a be- between kind of area and can, like, appear in our reality, but they, like, live in a different dimension um and then also they prefer like marshes swamps not uh wisconsin or wherever we are so wisconsin <laughs> yeah yeah interesting yeah. but yeah. but dean says um i'll round up the blade you go check if cooper's got bed bugs which i think is yeah. funny 
scientist. So Sam goes to see that. He's like, does he have bed bugs? He literally, <laughs> which it is funny. Like, they like to sleep on a bed at Vincent's. Sure. So he's like, I'm going to check his bed. Like, <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, it does make sense. One plus one I, equals two, yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's like, I'm not stupid. Like bugs I've in the been bed. to college. <laughs> so he starts to look. pre law. Yeah. He's like, I know this stuff. Um, he starts to look and see if there are bed bugs and John Cooper walks in on him and then uh, we flip over to Dean and then Dean's talking to the blind guy and he's like do you have a, a brass Does he have a name yeah would they say it earlier it's Popsion or something Popsion yeah okay Popsion yeah but they I wrote that earlier but I could not figure out if that was his name yeah. or if that was meaning something else no that's his last name I, I don't remember okay. what his first name was, but it says it on, I think it says it on like one of the super wikis or something. So then, yeah, he's talking to the black, Dean is talking to the blind man and he asks, he's talking to him if he has a dagger and the guy's like, I don't know if I have a brass dagger. And then they get into his little room and Dean's like, oh, yikes, it's you. Cause he opens up a chest and it has a clown costume in it. Which, like, for some reason, you wouldn't expect that he has to, like, put on a costume. <laughs> that is right. I don't know. Me, I wasn't expecting He's, anything. like, about to go murder people. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get my wig on. Yeah. Um, he becomes invisible. Uh, not Dean, but the blind man. And he starts throwing. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clear things up. He starts throwing knives at Dean. And Dean runs out of there, of course, naturally. The man's still invisible. I thought that moment was funny. It is funny. He's like, okay. He's like, okay, I get it. Um, he runs into Sam. And Sam's like, well, John Cooper thinks I'm a peeping Tom. And Dean's like, yeah, it's not him. It's not him. Uh, I could have told you that. Um, and so they run into the fun house. And they're, Dean's right behind Sam. But then this, like, door drops down. Like, something happens. Yeah. Um, and they're separated. We don't know how, but they are. And Sam, I don't think I wrote it down, but Sam's like, just find the find maze. Find the maze. <laughs> As if Dean, like, it makes it seem like Dean is, like, panicking. He's like, and Dean's not. He's, Dean's like, what the hell? And then Sam's like, just find the maze, Dean. He's never been to a fun house. Yeah. Sam's like, he doesn't know what to right. do. Right. He's like, he wouldn't know. Sam's like, I've done so many of these. I went to college. In college. <laughs> just find the maze. Just find the maze, Dean. We're being rough on Sam this week. But he's being goofy. Um, But so Dean does find the maze because I guess it's not that hard. They're immediately together again. Um, And Sam's like, I have an idea, basically. And he goes over to the organ, which is a real organ. Not a real organ, but like it's hot. It's pumping steam. My biggest thing is, why is it hot? Right. That seems a place where children are. That is definitely a safety issue. But also, like, I don't fully understand what this organ is even for. No, me Besides to pump steam. Also, how did Sam know that this was made of brass? Like, Sam knows Are all organs made of brass? Maybe. Is that something I just don't know? I mean, I don't know. But that's not even, like, a true, like, a pipe organ is attached to organ, like, an organ. Where you would play keys. This isn't attached to that. This is just pipes no. that are pumping steam. That's all it's doing. <laughs> what is I don't understand. But um, he he starts to try to pull one of the p- 
pipes off. I guess it's simple. I guess brass is really easy to break. Um, and Dean gets <laughs> Dean gets knifed to the wall. He gets daggered right into he goes, the wall. Oh! Well, it's like his jacket. He's not him, of course. Yeah. Um, and he's they're like, where is he? Where is he? And so he Dean pulls this uh lever thing that turns on the steam, and we're able to see where the blind man is, and it's like so goofy, but. Sam is able to stab him because they can see where he is because the steam outlines his body. So they stab Apparently. him. I guess they stab him. And then when he, I guess, dies, his body just disappears and it's just clothes. Yep. yep. Case, case closed. Easy, <laughs> easy peasy. Nothing weird about that. Nope. And now we're back at the roadhouse. I'm joking. <laughs> like it's like um the way it, it died, it like screams this horrible screech yeah. and then it just disappears. Yeah, it's just gone. Dunzo. Yeah. You know? Like when I was watching it, I was like, because I don't remember this episode super well. Um, I was like, man, that I wish it would have like it would be helpful if it like stayed invisible after it died. And then it shows it and it's like not totally invisible. We can see it's closed. So that means the body just disappeared. That makes no right. sense. Like, no, it's not that it's invisible anymore. It's that it, the body the doesn't body exist anymore. The body is gone. Anymore. That makes no yeah. sense. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. No. Because, like, if it was a spirit, fine. Yeah. But it, we know it's it wasn't. It's not. It's like a literal creature. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless it's, like, the thing that lives in between, like, the actual I guess, one that yeah, you told maybe they Maybe it got sent to there. Maybe it did. And they didn't explain that to us, though. It was just like, it's gone. No. You just got to you do your own research on that. You have to know Hindu mythology. Right. Okay, so, um, but then we're back at the roadhouse. Woo, Texas roadhouse. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> they got some rolls mm. with that honey oh, butter. Cinnamon butter? I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, cinnamon butter. Ellen gets him a beer. It's cinnamon butter. Thank you. It's okay. Um, Ellen gets him a beer and is like, you did a good job. John would be proud. <laughs> um, Sorry. And we're very, very concerned about if John is proud of us. Um, <laughs> and the boys don't really say anything. They're just like, hmm. sure. Sure. Um, and then Joe is sitting next to them. And then she just stares Sam down. Very subtle. <laughs> um, and Sam, she's basically telling Sam to get lost. And he does. But he does so in the most awkward way. He goes, <laughs> I need to be over there. Right, right now, now. <laughs> <laughs> so um sam cannot be a good wingman and he is not subtle about no. it so um joe asks dean you know am i gonna see you again he's like well would you want to and she's like i wouldn't hate it you know a little little back and forth going on and dean's like he just like takes a breath he's like i guess need i just need to tell her the truth <laughs> Normally, you know, he'd be hitting on her so much that it'd make her head spin. So much. It would make her head spin. <laughs> like a I, um, he said, He said, but these days, he can't. It's been a week. It's, I. Yeah. These days. If we're talking about, like, John's death is the reason why right. he can't, like, do, like, it's been a these week. These days. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine, baby boy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> these days it includes seven days ago sorry yeah <laughs> within the last seven days i have not been able to flirt with a woman <laughs> 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 you said that? 
I, normally I'd be hitting Essentially on you, but what in the last saying. seven days, I have not been able to flirt with you. I will not be able to flirt with you. I will not. I don't know what's going on. I just don't have it in me. Something's wrong with me. My whole 16th year, I didn't get an erection. I thought my penis was broken. It wasn't. Uh, uh, he's like, I don't know. Like He's like, I just, you know, these days. And she looks at him and is like, wrong place, wrong time. Which is what he said to her earlier in the episode. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And then Ash busts in, which I feel like is a great metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, like, physically struggling, like, to, to have this romantic. It's like they're pushing it, too. They really want it to be romantic, and it's just not working because Dean is not interested. And then here comes Ash. Love mm-hmm. Ash. Love Ash. Um, he's like, what took y'all so long? I've been waiting on you. And Sam's like, we were on a hunt. We Ash. were on a hunt, Ash. We were on a hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Ash. Ash. <laughs> Ash. Why don't you know um, this, Ash? And they they mentioned something about like killer clowns or clowns or something. And Ash is like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's, he's about say, to. Like, fuck. And Dean's like, no, no, no. Dean's like, hold on. We're hold on, on the CW. You got something for us? Uh, <laughs> uh, friends, we are on the CW. Ash, we cannot say the fuck word. Ash. <laughs> this is a family show. Yeah. Um, and so Dean's like, anyway, uh, can you track the demon? Is where where is the demon? And Ash is like, well, I can't track it right now because he's he's nowhere right now. And they're like, what? And he's like, no, oh, but don't worry. If he comes back, then I'll be able to track the signs. No problem. He says, if he has this laptop. Ugly bastard raises his this head. Ugly bastard. I mean, I'm on it like divine on dog Dookie. Yeah. <laughs> I love Ash. So true, Ash. You are on true. Such a good point. Like Divine on Dog Dookie. So he like shows this. They're like, what do you mean? And he like turns his laptop around and it's nonsense. It's supposed to be an impressive tracking program, I'm assuming. Um, And Sam is in awe. He's like, where did you learn how to do all of this, Ash? I love this. And he's like, oh, MIT. (laughs) And he's like, MIT? Because, of course, Sam is a Stanford you know alumni uh or alum- did he graduate he's a part well <laughs> he went there <laughs> but i yeah the, um, i love the way he goes mit and ash is like it's a school in it's boston a, it's a school, school in boston, boston. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what he's it like, is uh, you wouldn't I know i love sam. that because like of course like sam went to a very prestigious yeah college and so of course he knows what MIT is but also is. that like Ash would, wouldn't say like you've not heard of MIT or like it's this he's just like oh it's, a school, like, it's a school in Boston <laughs> I know he that thinks it's so like funny. such not a big like Sam thinks going to Stanford is such a big deal and yeah. Ash is and, like and it is. he thinks that MIT is a big yeah. deal too he is thoroughly impressed yeah. and, he, and Ash is like MIT is just a school in Boston I went there just a school yeah. in Boston I went there I went for there. a little while I got kicked out for yeah. five yeah you know, like, like no big deal. That that was the encounter, and Dean's like, "Well, Ash, you know, call us if anything happens." And he's like, "No problem." Dean drinks his beer, he puts it down, he walks away. Ash picks up his beer and he drinks it. Um, that is interesting behavior for two men who don't know each other that yeah. well. What? I'm sorry. Two men who are supposedly assumed straight. You think that straight men just drink after each right. other? 
the way that straight men are so con- not all straight men but like a certain type of straight men who are like I can't do anything that is inferred as like feminine right. or right homosexual like why and they're like oh well it's just Ash is like a crazy goofy guy and I'm like mm. right <laughs> he just put his lips on the same bottle that Dean's lips I were on I feel Ash like that means something doesn't care if anyone knows who he is Right, like, we I haven't. Think Ash is not trying to hide himself at all, so maybe yeah. he seems mm-hmm. crazy and goofy because he do that. But I think he's not worried about how he seems. Like, yeah, and I think like we haven't gotten any definitive like Ash is gay or Ash is straight no. or Ash is somewhere in the middle. But like the way he like dresses, maybe like that he's at the roadhouse, like that those kinds of things. Like one might assume he is straight. Um, especially mm-hmm. in like 2006 where like gay men were wearing pink and, and bedazzled and like if it if a or man right be. if a man was in TV I mean he was like it was clear that right. he was gay if a man if a gay mm-hmm. man was in a TV show um, like they had to make it very obvious by making him do really feminine things like Beth said so like mm-hmm. yeah so we would assume Ash is straight but we don't know that for sure and so maybe Ash just Ash He's just asked. Assuming heteronormative, like, like just assuming heteronormativity. I was going to say that you way tried. more eloquently. But <laughs> assuming that someone's straight is, like, weird in and well, of Well, yeah, itself, assuming I anyone's like sexuality to... in general is, like, it's gross. We don't need to do that. <laughs> like, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, and it's a big problem. And that's why a lot of people don't know that they're queer because of, like, compulsive yeah. heteronormative behavior. Like, you're just as a bi girly who didn't know she was bi because I just assumed I was straight because everyone's straight from the time when you're little you're told like oh don't talk to the boys or like you know like you're just told stuff like that you're socialized yeah so you don't recognize Um, like just (laughs) it's I feel like it's best to go into every tv show assuming every character is at least bi or pansexual until they say otherwise because why can't they be right I agree. <laughs> Who says they can't? They didn't say they're straight. Why are we assuming they're right. straight? But this was 2006, so <laughs> of course everyone's straight in 2006. Yeah, well, people just recently <laughs> became gay. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think that that is really weird. I think that most people who like to deny that Dean is queer-coded at the very least would say that none of Ash's scenes with Dean mean anything, but I my thing, again, just, is what would you say if it was a male and a female? Would you have those same ideas? Because if yes, then that's fine. You can have that idea. If you still wouldn't think there's anything weird happening there, that's fine. But yes. if, if it if were Ash a male a and a woman, woman, and you would say, sorry, I'm that's getting, flirty. I, I'm, I'm being kind of aggressive. But if there's a man and a woman, and you would say that was flirty, her picking up his drink after he drank it was flirty. which like inherently that's not really a flirty thing no like (laughs) i drink after people all the time and i don't mean it as i just don't think about germs but i just don't (laughs) i have no self-preservation like i'm fine if you're saying that that is like saying she's into him or like she does like she's flirting somehow but you're not gonna say that about ash then yeah that is where i'm like okay that's not okay then you know what i mean like it's okay one way but if, if you you're, yeah yeah if you would yeah. change your mind if it were two people of the opposite sex 
then I that's I, where I, the issue lies. That's an issue. Yeah. But they they go to leave, and Ellen offers them a place to stay. But Dean says that you know he has something to finish, and it's the car. So. Yep. Finish her up, Abby. Okay. Um. We are back at the junkyard, and Dean's working on the car, uh, and Sam's outside of, like, he's pacing next to it, and he says, he tells Dean that he was right, um, and that he has guilt about how his and John's relationship was, and how he spent most of his life angry at him, and literally the last time that he talked to him, he was trying to pick a fight. Um, He said, I mean, for all I know, he died thinking that I hate him. Um... And then he said, so you're right. What I'm doing right now, it's too little. It's too late. Which is just horribly sad. Um, But he says that he misses him and he feels really guilty. And then he says, and I'm not all right. Not at all. Um, Which is huge. Yeah, to admit that. Yeah, I think that's huge. But then he says, but neither are you. That much I know. And then he says, I'll let you get back to work. And he walks away. And then we see... um, Dean pick up the crowbar and just start smashing up the Impala and um he like I mean well first he busts a window out of the car next to him and then he turns towards the Impala and starts smashing the Impala and um then he him have a little lip quiver cuz him sad too yeah they're both so sad the lip quiver I know the lip quiver kills me I just felt um, so yeah I don't know just they're they're both not okay i i have a question that i just thought of so okay okay earlier i said uh that like he was working on the car because it was the one thing he could control and y'all said that like you felt like it was a um metaphor for like it's john's car so like he's trying to take care of it because it's john do you think that him smashing this car is also a metaphor yeah i mean it has to be right (laughs) what do you think it is though I think he's like is he pissed at John or is it something else honestly I think if okay if he really thinks the demon is involved which they do I think he's probably pissed at John because John fought his whole life to kill this demon and he couldn't just let it go and then the demon is what killed him and now he doesn't have his dad Mm -hmm. so I think he's probably a little mad at John and I think he hasn't let himself be mad at John. But I think also, oh shoot, I had another point and I lost it whenever I got into my rant about John. But <laughs> I, it, it happens to yeah, the best. It of really us. does. So he, hold on. Beth, say what you were going to say so I can think about what I was going to say. I want to answer Hannah's question fully, but I cannot because we don't know all of the information surrounding John's death. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put a note in my phone to hopefully come back to it. But I do think that, one, yes, he's just mad and smashing things. But I think that if we're going with the metaphor that it's John's car and it it, it represents John to Dean, um, him smashing the car is representative of him being upset with John. Um, we have to remember that John told him something that was, was you know something crazy like a little like dean had a physical reaction to whatever john said and he decided not to tell sam so whatever it is is something he does not want to put on sam's shoulders in my that was my next point i was going to say is that he also has this huge secret now that he has decided to keep oh there's eyelash in my eye he's decided to keep from sam um 
which maybe means it's about Sam, maybe it doesn't. But, you know, he's he's keeping something from his brother, who's the only person he has now. Mm-hmm. And I think he probably feels a lot of guilt about keeping that, but I think he also is, like, upset with John for telling him this and then leaving and not and yeah. not helping, you know, at all. And now he has to take on this burden. Again, he has to, you know, even though he has to be this parent to Sam still he still has to protect Sam no matter what and I think Mm -hmm. he gets mad about that too I think it's a lot of stuff because I mean he's just he has a lot of pent-up emotion and he obviously doesn't express it in any way um other than being a duty head sometimes so I think that he is just he's just has a lot of emotions and the only thing he could think like to get it out is to get angry um well if you'd like to contact us you can email us raising at gmail.com if you have any if you want to tell us how to say those names that would be great um plot points theories things you want to gently tell us that mm-hmm. we mis- mistook <laughs> um if you have anything negative to say in a mean way particularly you can email us lawboy at stanford.edu yes. yeah it's for organizational purposes only of course course um follow us on our socials please um i think we announced it last week but hannah and i are going to be doing another podcast called raising Raising (laughs) (laughs) that's this one um hannah and i will be doing another podcast called raising winchesters it's going to be a reaction to the prequel we already have an episode up and we plan on putting another episode up before it starts so check that out listen Sorry. I know, Abby, you're banned. <laughs> you you can't absolutely get anywhere can't. near it. Yeah, anyways, please download. It helps a lot. Do all the nice things. And we will talk to you next week. Yeah. Boy, bye. bye. You've been listening to Raising Perdition, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast hosted by Beth Brin, Hannah Barrow, and Abby Jo Morton. You can connect and send us a message to raisingperdition at gmail.com. You can also follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Raising Perdition or on Twitter at RPerditionPod. Thanks again for listening and please download, rank, review, and follow on your preferred podcast listening service.